Kaizen, The Scattered Family, written by Shweta Desai. Chapter 3, Harry's Promise. Harry quickly leapt up to his mother's defense. I think that's an excellent question but to answer that completely will take time. So I suggest we go inside, perhaps eat, refresh and reconvince in a few hours. This will give us time to process the last 24 hours and I don't know about you guys, I am starving. Harry said rubbing his palms in anticipation and looked at Lee and continued, and the cookbot makes delicious food. The food talk made Lee's stomachs growl loudly, breaking the tension in the room. Lead the way, she said with a smile at Harry, and he held her gaze for just a tad too long. Harry and Mason walked along a brightly lit hallway, tastefully decorated with paintings. Oh my gosh, is that the Lee pointing to a painting of dancing ballerinas? Yes, you got that right. It's a Degas. Keep walking. You'll see many more painting and sculptors from the masters. Harry was impressed that Lee knew her art. Through a series of walkways and corridors, they reached a room that had bookshelves for as long as the eye could see. In the middle was the door, quite like the doors in Lee's and Harry's consciousness. Hmm, what's the door for? Lee asked, unsure of how to react to doors anymore. It takes us to the village. Let's go together. Come. Harry grabbed her hand and they walked through the door. The village was the village was beautiful in a very new world, minimalist sense. Tall shiny buildings took up one huge corner and another side was a gigantic greenhouse spread over miles. Trees and plants and marble statues showed up every few paces and the overall effect was quite astonishing, a minimalist modern wonderland. Lee couldn't wait to explore, but she definitely needed food before getting into the swing of things. 30th century style. She walked to Harry who was waiting for her like a kid wanting to show off his new toy to his best friend. Now, this here is Carolator, an automated system. It reads you and you tell it where you need to go. It's intelligent enough to guess where you need to be too. If your bladder is full, it will send you to the toilet. If your glucose levels are down and you need to eat, it will guide you to the cafeteria. Harry said pointing to a mirror. What if I'm hungry and need a wee as well? Lee asked, her eyes sparkling with mischief. That's why you have to tell it what you need to do. It's a machine after all, said Harry, rolling his eyes. Here, watch me. Harry stood in front of the mirror and said, Cafeteria on floor 78. A golf cart type car, the carillator zoomed in. Harry sat in it and closed the door. See you up there, he said to Lee and she watched Agog as the card zoomed up and vanished. It was Lee's turn. She held Alan to her chest and said hesitatingly, To the cafeteria on 78th, please. No carillator zoomed through and Lee was confused when the mirror replied, Apologies for the delay. A baby proof transfer will be available in two minutes. Lee was stunned at the level of ingenuity embedded into the mirror. Surely enough, a fully covered carolator with a seat-like contraption arrived. Lee clipped Alan inside and off they flew. The cafeteria was buzzing with life. Lee found Harry talking to a bunch of people. He smiled and waved at her, asking her to join them. 
Smiling awkwardly, Lee joined the group. Although things had changed pretty fast for Lee, her introversion still remained intact. The prospect of meeting new people was quite scary. This is our savior everyone. Meet Dr. Lee Saxon. Everyone and everyone, Dr. Lee Saxon. Harry said beaming at her like a proud mother. Lee blushed bright pink and stood on the spot holding Alan in her arms. Her arrival and Harry's announcement made all the 20 odd people in the cafeteria stare at her in awe. As if he knew that he had to save his mum, Alan cried in Lee's arms and everyone's attention shifted to him. The entire group gathered around to look at him and began to make a fuss about him. Harry took Alan in his arms and sat down opposite to Mason, the only other person Lee recognized. She sat down next to Harry and looked around. The chair had subtly adjusted itself to the curve of her back and took Lee by surprise. She instantaneously got up to observe the chair. Look at the surprise, Lee. A young woman came forward. Hi, I'm Liz, an inventor here. Welcome. How does that chair feel? I'm working on self-adjusting chairs that make your back feel at ease. Liz smiled and Lee felt like she had an instant connection with her. This is great and so interesting. How do you do it? Lee, now comfortable in her chair, asked her. Lee asserted she had never sat on such a comfortable chair before. I'll demonstrate in my lab. It's fascinating how much more productive people can be in a good chair. Liz replied, smiling back at Lee. Seeing that Alan had gone back to sleep, Lee and Mason decided to get some food. The food ordering system is automated like most system here. Most food that you ate in the 21st century is available here. Meat not as much. We don't have red meat and poultry except for eggs. We do have 175 different types of coffees and like 15 different type of bread though. Loads of vegetables and grain. Mason explained as he walked her through the pantry and ordering section. You can either order an omelet with peppers and onion and the cook bot will make it for you or you can order the ingredients and make it yourself. The kitchen is through there. Mason pointed to another hallway. For now, let's order some food and eat. Lee suggested. They both ordered fried eggs on butter toast and espressos and waited. So how does money work here? Lee asked Mason as they waited for their food. It's complicated. I'm going to let Harry pick up that one. Mason said and smiled at the sight of the food on the conveyor belt. The smell of food made Lee moan in pleasure. They picked their trays and walked back to the table. She looked in on Alan who looked perfectly comfortable and at home in Harry's arms. Same. Harry asked with a smile and Lee nodded happily as she tucked into a favorite never changing go-to food. The conversation buzzed around, but Lee intended to enjoy her first proper meal in the future before Alan woke up. As she finished the last of her coffee, she turned to Harry and gestured that she was free to take Alan now. That was delicious. I'm super happy that the food here is just as it was in the 21st. Lee remarked, realizing that not everyone at the table could make that comparison. The 21st century sounds wonderful, said one of the women who had fawned over Alan before. It is, said Mason, agreeing with Lee over the food. Right, folks. I hate to disrupt this, but you have to work, and I have the great responsibility of showing Lee where she'll be living with baby Alan and then show her the lab too. So I'm going to steal her now. Harry said to the group 
as he handed the sleeping baby to Lee and stood up. Lee bid everyone goodbye and walked out of the cafeteria, following Harry down the carolator and into another building. At the entrance, Lee was scanned and a tattoo glowed. All the living quarters are on this block, all 20 floors. You are on the 18th floor, I'm on the 20th family penthouse. Harry explained, slightly embarrassed. That's wonderful, I can't wait to see it. Lee replied, her eyes sparkling with excitement. This indeed was a whole new life. The living quarters had the same minimalistic design and there were four doors on each floor. The door to her apartment scanned her again and opened as she walked in. Lee was left speechless again. The interior of the apartment was not minimalistic in any way. In fact, it was exactly the opposite, warm and inviting. There was an electric fire in the middle of the room, huge sofa and a couple of cozy armchairs. Bookcases lined with books on a wall and was gorgeous rug on the floor. The walls had a lovely oak paneling and on the side table was a beautiful picture of Lee and Alan. So before we see more of your new house, I want you to meet Blob, a bot assistant that can be your planner. Your go-to for everything you need in here. Blob will sync with the lab and also tell you how many ounces Alan drank in 24 hours. She can help you customize the home, the color of anything, the temperature, literally anything. All she can't do is the actual chores. Harry laughed at his own joke. Lee nodded along and waited for something. Blob, sync with Lee's communicator please. Harry said pointing to his wrist and waiting for Lee to see her own. Every time the red light blinks, Blob is listening, recording. can call me that or personalize my name to your liking. I can be accessible by any word you choose. I can tell you everything about your physical health, your research, your communication and whatever else you may need. I am inbuilt into your chipped clothing, your lab coat and there is nothing I cannot answer or tell you where to find an answer. Harry showed Lee how to shake her wrist and to switch blob off. The entire apartment is customizable. Here's the system that handles all the customizations. You can change the temperature, the color and texture of your curtain, the sofas, the books in the bookcases, anything that you want. Oh, and the best part, it takes only an hour for the changes to be seen. Harry sat down on the sofa and admired the apartment. So who came up with this? Lee asked Harry. She lay Alan on the sofa next to her and patted him absentmindedly. I did. And I'm sorry if it's not to your liking, you can change it. Harry felt an intense vulnerability as he realized he genuinely wanted her to like the space he had made for her. I love it, there is no doubt about that. Lee stood up and wandered to the next room and squealed in delight. The nursery for Alan was exactly that she imagined the little boy's room should be. Pale blue walls, a soft cream-colored carpet, a wardrobe and a beautiful white wooden cot bed. It also had an armchair and a small bookcase. The white wooden furniture looked amazing against the blue, pale walls. It really was perfect. In the corner stood a small device, a baby monitor. Lee smiled. Harry had meticulously taken care of everything she needed. Wiping her eyes, she turned to Harry who was looking expectantly at her, hoping for more positive feedback. Lee was so overwhelmed, she impulsively gave Harry a hug 
who after a couple of seconds of shock hugged her back thank you she said knowing he didn't need an explanation harry cleared his throat dream prompt to display of affection had affected him more than he'd like to admit how have you got it so right leavers flowed at the details in the rooms she moved on to her bedroom and realized that there was an office in the corner for when she didn't want to go to the lab the theme for the lounge carried into the bedroom with a huge bed in the middle dark oak furniture and an electric fire i love it all so much harry thank you for doing this harry lee said and harry shrugged hey it's no big deal honestly i knew you needed a home here and since i brought you here it was my job to do this for you i sent my mother the instruction and she did all harry shrugged it was getting too much for him the kitchen was also a success and harry showed her how to use the basics when lee yawned very loudly oh my gosh when was the last time i slept lee wondered out loud and harry knew it was his cue to leave i'll leave you to it see you tomorrow harry waved goodbye and left it had been a long day and lee was surprised to see that it was 9 pm the sun or daylight that was shining had dimmed by the hour and it seemed like night had fallen over the academy Lee wandered around her new home touching things and keeping them back. She was genuinely thrilled to have her own place alone with Alan. Throughout her recovery in the 21st century, Alan was always with someone else. Of course she saw him but she was never his mummy properly. Hell she didn't have the energy for it either, but now she did. And she intended to do a bloody good job at it. Lee made a couple of bottles of formula for Alan and set up a nappy hamper in his room. She smiled at the setup and went to the room. and checked the baby monitor it was working lee yawned loudly and decided she needed to rest she went to her bed and fell asleep as soon as she, her head hit the pillow